probably don't. Praise the Lord. Amen. What a time of worship we've been having here this morning. Amen. And uh, praise God. This is our uh, missions week at New Life. And uh, we're excited about our missions project. We are, uh, um, we are getting people saved in Peru. And not just any place in Peru, but we are going, we're on the headwaters of the Amazon River, out there in the jungles. And people are getting saved all over the jungle, and that's exciting. Also, our, um, we've been, um, through our missions giving, we've been helping feed children in Chipotle and in Lima, Peru. And uh, right now, they are totally locked down because of COVID. And so they cannot leave their houses except for one hour of the day to go to the grocery store. The problem is in Peru right now, nobody can go to work. So nobody has any money to go shopping at the grocery store. And so in Peru, they don't give out stimulus checks like they do here. And so um, praise the Lord. Guess you're gonna have to stay right there. Praise the Lord, we're gonna try this for the third time. <laughs> One of our cameras kept on failing on us. And so technical dis difficulties in the age of COVID. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And so, glory to God, we got to change out cameras quick, and that's okay. And so, um, praise the Lord. Now you finally get to join New Life, and um, I'm Pastor David Krupal. We are located at 1021 South Center Street in Wapiton, North Dakota, right on the border with Minnesota. And so if you live in Breckenridge, or if you live in Wapiton, I understand it's cold outside, but you know what? Join us for church. There's a lot of you that watch every week, and uh, I, I understand some of you working at Walmart and at the beet plant and the corn plant, and you just can't be here during church time. And we're so glad that you're joining us, and we do pray for you. Um, but if you've got a Sunday morning free, um, there's no better place than to be in the house of the Lord. Besides, I have promised you, if you had shown up today, I was going to feed you today, that, today only. I was going to feed you. And so um, that's not a bad thing to get. So everybody here that came today is going to get fed. And uh, we're at, we have a good group here today on this very cold day. And I know some of the churches, I saw their parking lots as I was coming to church today, and there was a nearly a soul there. And uh, you know, folks, we're North Dakotans. We're Minnesotans. Um, and, and, you know, we're hearty folks. When did we, when did we get soft? Um, so maybe that's because we're not milking any cows anymore like we used to. You know, when you had to milk cows, you had to be out there. It didn't matter. Those cows needed you to milk. Or we're not raising a lot of chickens around here anymore. And you had to get out there to the barns 
and uh, um, feed those chickens and because that was your livelihood. But uh, we just praise the Lord. And I feel for all those folks who that have to be working outdoors at the bee plant um, today um, because they're still hauling the bees in and they're still having to work outside. So I understand all that. But you know what? It's warm in here. In fact, I'm a little bit too warm in here this morning. And I don't even have, we don't have the heat turned up that high, but man, you start praising the Lord, it gets you warm all over. And then because we're eating right here at church today, oh, praise the Lord. We don't have to go out there until we're done. And so then we're going home. And so um, praise the Lord. Anyway, today is Valentine's, Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, I did that for all the people who mispronounced Valentine's. I, a lot of people say Valentine's. We even heard it on the news last night from the weatherman. He said Valentine's. And I don't see the M in there, but that's okay. If you've got a weird accent, that's not your problem. Um, but uh, we're so glad that we can. And so because it's Valentine's Day today, I want to talk about have fervent love. Have fervent love. Let's turn to... Uh, um, hopefully you've got your Bibles. If you've got your Bibles, turn to 1 Peter chapter 4. 1 Peter chapter 4, you at home, grab your Bible and turn to 1 Peter chapter 4. Um, you know, it's a good thing to get your Bible out, open it up, read the words for yourself. Matthew chapter 4. But before we do that, let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this message today. I thank you that all those who gathered here at our main campus and all those who have gathered around their devices, Lord, to hear the word of God today. Lord, we can't wait for the day we can see the folks who have been watching us on Facebook and in YouTube here live with us to see their happy faces. Lord, because we want to worship together. But Lord, we thank you for the technology to be able to reach out and to share the good news of Jesus Christ the good news of the cross, Lord. How, how victory came because, Jesus, you died for us. And, Lord, help us to share that and have that fervent love for others to see them saved. We love you, we praise you, we glorify you, and we thank you for your precious word. Lord, I thank you for your anointing this morning. And let the unction of the Holy Spirit go through me, through the devices, and touch people at home today. In Jesus' name, amen. I really believe that's what was happening Thursday night when I started reading the wrong verse. I really believe somebody needed to hear what I had to remind everybody of what we learned the week prior. And then we got right into the lesson for this week. But I'm going to make sure I go to 1 Peter myself because I don't want to be turning around from the camera, looking up at the wall to read it from the wall. 1 Peter chapter 4, starting in um, verse 7. And the Word of God says, But the end of all things, but the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. Hmm. You know, I want to remind you something, folks. Our life is short here on earth. 
I know people don't want to be reminded of that, but the truth is our life is short here on earth. We, we have seen that this last year with so many people who have passed away because of COVID. And yes, COVID is something real, but we shouldn't live in fear because perfect love casts out fear. If you have Jesus Christ in your heart, you have nothing to fear. You have hope. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Right? And so, um, praise God. You know what? We have not hit the numbers yet of the last plague that we had in the world, and that was that Spanish flu. This time we got COVID-19, or some of you call the China virus. It doesn't matter. The, the, the flu back in... Um, that killed over a million people was the Spanish flu. See, we used to name it just after the, where it came from. Not be, and we didn't go ahead and say, oh, everybody's mean and terrible there because it came from there. No, it just got the name. And so COVID-19, it's real, but we don't have to live in fear of it. But this should remind us that life is short. And, and so it's always been the end of all things is at hand for us individually, because life is short. But that phrase, but the end of all things is at hand, paints everything, I mean everything, in the light of eternity. If you don't have eternity settled, I don't care how much money you got in the bank, you can't take it with you. If you don't have a, if you, the one thing you want to make sure, once you've got your, your house settled, your car settled, you're making sure your kids are settled, you better make sure that you have eternity settled, settled. That should be your number one thing. The most important decision, besides who you're going to marry, is are you going to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Come on. But I mean it. This here, but the end of all things paints everything in the light of eternity. Whatever our length of days is, it is nothing in compared to eternity. And we must always keep this in mind. You get that? Because we don't know. We don't know if, if we walk out of here at church and for some reason we run out into the street and a truck hits us. You know, uh, usually when we walk out of church, we walk into a nice parking lot, and we don't have to worry about a truck hitting us. But I'm just saying, you know, you go out, of, you never know how when your time is up, do you? God's the only one who knows the length of your days. So make sure you are ready for eternity. Then it says here, be so, therefore sober, because, you're, we're, because we are facing eternity. So make sure that you're sober and watchful under prayer. Without prayer, there, can be, there cannot be a proper relationship with Jesus. Think about that. Can you truly get to know someone without talking to them? Come on. Can we really get to know someone without talking to them? That, that's the thing. My word, if I never talked to my spouse, I don't think she'd be happy with me. I don't think she'd be happy with me. 
See, we got to talk to one another. We had a problem here a few years ago of communication. It was driving me nuts. People wouldn't communicate with one another. And then they would get mad that they did that. Why didn't you know this was happening? Because you didn't communicate. You didn't share. You didn't tell anybody. We had ministries going on that wouldn't communicate with the rest of the church. And then people were wondering, why didn't you tell anybody? Oh, uh, well, why are you complaining that you needed help for that event when you didn't even ask for any help for that event? Well, I just assumed. No, you can't assume. You've got to communicate. Communication so... And if you don't communicate with God, how are you going to know what's on His mind? Come on. And if you do all the talking in your communication with the Lord, how are you going to hear that still, small voice when He speaks to you? You know, when you pray, you should pray with your Bible open on your lap. And you should read and pray at the same time because God can speak to you through His Word. And a lot of, and almost 99% of the time, your answers to the questions you're asking God is answered right here in the Word of God if you just open up the book and read it. Hmm. I love this. I love this next verse, verse 8. Because love will cover a multitude of sin. Verse 8 says, And above all things have fervent charity. Uh, this is why I picked the version I'm using today. This is why I picked the version I am using today. I wanted to use the word charity instead of love there. Why? Because this is our mission Sunday. I want us to remind ourselves that our love should be just more than just saying, I love you. Our love should be an expression of everything we do. Our love should be even affect our pocketbook. Our love should be thinking of these kids in, in Peru and these people who don't know Jesus in the jungle, who don't know, know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, who are still worshiping demons. Our love should go to them. And we can do that. None of us here... I don't think anybody here right now speaks any Spanish. So how can we go ourselves? But, but, we can send the missionaries. We can send the pastors. We can help them get out there, and be, especially during this time of COVID when they can't go to work. They are on lockdown except for one hour of the day to go to the store, and then they don't have any money to go shopping because they can't go to work. So what are we doing? We're feeding the children and we're delivering that food to their homes so their moms and their dads and the family can eat. We saw one family, it looked like they had five kids. Well, what in the world are you going to do with five children if you can't go to the store? And that's in Lima and in Chipotle. But then out in the jungles, oh my word, it's completely different out there. And verse 8, and so um, verse 8 says, And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity the multitude of sins. Now, the second charity is talking about just love. The first one is, what are you doing with your love? The second one is talking about the love we have for one another and the love that God has for us, because love covers a multitude of sins. Now, I had to do a word study on the word fervent. 
It's an adjective. Okay? So it's describing how we should love. Okay? Because the adjective here is actually talking about that charity or the love. And I don't care what translation you have, it says fervent. So I had a look at that word fervent. It means to stretch. It means to stretch or to be stretched without ceasing. It means intent or being intentional with your charity, with your love. That's why when we, decide, when we were looking at who should we go ahead and do this great pledge this year too. Now we're taking care of our other two missionaries, but who should we do this great pledge to that we're doing this year? The Holy Spirit put on my heart South American call. And then it turns out the report we got this week about what's happening in Peru, it turns out to be the right call for because of what's going on in Peru that we could help there. We're being intentional with our giving. And we're giving to a great cause. And it's not just feeding children, but it's teaching people and teaching pastors how to go ahead and plant house churches so that they can spread the gospel throughout the jungle. Nobody wants to go to the jungle. It's more fun to stay in the cities. But to go out in the jungle and face the hardships of the jungle and some of the wild animals of the jungle and those huge bugs they have down in the jungle and, and the things they have in the water in the jungle and the large snakes they have out in the jungle. Come on! Not many people really want to go out in the jungle and be, be a missionary Indiana Jones. What do you, you know? My word. The bugs there. Just the bugs alone. Don't get me about the piranhas and the pythons and all the rest of the jungle creatures that live there. And then you've got tribes there that will still attack you. Come on. But when you go there with the love of Jesus, and you're there to love people, and you're there to share the gospel with them, it makes all the difference in the world. So we need to be intentional with our love, remembering that God loved us first. It was out of love that Christ died for us. We were so deserving of our punishment, weren't we? But Christ took our place so that we could be saved. So let us look at this verse one more time. Above all, things have fervent love among yourself for charity covers the multitude of sins when one christian truly loves his fellow christians he will not run around telling of his or her failings but he will cover them up from the sight of others this is talking about not judging one another Oh my words, haven't we had enough people in the church over the last several years because we're not realizing that love covers up a multitude of sins that we're supposed to cover running around. Oh my word. Sister Susie shared this with me. Did you hear what she did? Running around telling everybody in the church and your neighbors what Sister Susie did. No, 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 no. If you have Christian love for your Christian brother and sister, you're not going to be running around. You'll be praying for Susie. 
You'll be helping over, you'll, you'll pray with Susie. You, you will spend time with Susie to help her overcome so she doesn't do that silly thing again. My word, we've had people in our church that, that we could have done that to, judged them. Now they're some of the strongest people at new life that you ever wanted to meet in their faith. If we had run around criticizing and be, bullying them and tell, telling everybody under the sun, oh my word, you should have saw how Susie was sleeping with every guy that came along because that was Susie's kryptonite. What good would that have done? But praise God, Susie's had the victory. We don't have anybody named Susie here, that's why I'm using her. <laughs> Susie has the victory today. And Susie's now the greatest um, Sunday school teacher that you ever want to be around and every one of her Sunday school students are saved and Susie has the biggest Sunday school class that you could want, ever wanted to see. She's running over a hundred kids in her Sunday school class single-handedly and they haven't tied her up yet. Man, wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be awesome? Verse 9, use hospitality one to another without grudging. So as you can see the headline I put up there, be hospital, hospitable and no grumbling. Be hospitable and no grumbling. My word, Hal, will you just stop grumbling all the time? I'm just saying that, Hal, because I'm tired of hearing people grumble about you. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, that's ridiculous. Of all people to grumble about, Hal. Hal's one of our real people here. <laughs> I only tease Hal because he likes to tease his pastor. <laughs> we have fun. We have fun together. Yeah. <laughs> This grumbling thing, don't do it because it's commanded here not to do it. Right? Use hospitality to one another without grudging. I turn grudging into grumbling. Do so out of your love for God and others. So if somebody asks you to wipe the tables off today, they just ask you to wipe the tables off because you're just standing around you know, daydreaming. And so they see you daydreaming and they say, will you wipe the tables off? Don't, just do it with a happy spirit. Don't do it grumbling. Don't be grudging. And don't be grudging the person who's just standing. Remember Martha and, and Mary? What was Mary do? Sitting at the feet of Jesus getting taught while, while Martha was grudging her for not being, working in the kitchen and then she started grumbling about it and then Jesus had to put her in her place? Come on, everybody has a role to fulfill. But if somebody asks you to do, just do it with a happy heart. My word. We're trying to figure out if we're going to be able to do uh, um, um, VBS this year. Um, and so we're uh, trying to figure that out. How can we do it with the least amount of people to, to affect the most amount of kids? Right? Because one of my good helpers um, is going to, we're believing that she's going to get her miracle this summer. And I won't be able to have uh, one of my best helpers who does the work of three people sometimes. 
when it comes to Vacation Bible School. Sometimes um, it's five people, but we won't go there because we don't want to get her to have a big head. But we're believing that she's going to have her um, healing this summer, and she won't be available for Vacation Bible School. Well, um, I'm looking at different things. What do we do? Do we um, make Awana go longer? You know, but if I have to ask you to come and help with, we decide to do, and we all decide, hey, that's a good idea, let's do Vacation Bible School, and I come to you and say, hey, you're one of the folks who said, yeah, Pastor, you should really do that. If I ask you for help, don't, do, don't start grumbling like, I didn't expect me to do it. I expected someone else to do it. Well, brother and sister, somebody else doesn't go to church here any longer. Right? They left a long time ago because they didn't like how Corey sang that one song. And so they left. And we haven't really missed somebody else. Why? Because we just pitch in together because unity builds the church. Unity helps us to reach people. Unity shows that we love and care for one another. Amen? Peter tells us to do it without grumbling about it. And so, and you start grumbling. The reason why I pe mentioned Peter again here is because he writes this. It's the fastest way. You start grumbling, it's the fastest way to lose your blessing. You got the job done, but you're not going to get the blessing that came with the job because you grumbled about it. You did it grudgingly. I guess so. I'll have, if I have to, I'll just do it. Oh, my word. You're not doing it unto the Lord. What are you doing it for? I've had that. I've had that people in ministry positions. They were just tired and they've done that. But why lose your blessing? Oh, man, I get to do this for Jesus this week? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. I got to teach um, uh, Awana again and uh this week and the person the person came to me because they've been having horrible headaches on wednesdays uh, you can imagine why that only really on wednesdays that they're getting the worst of the headaches well they've been getting the headaches on mondays and fridays too and we're praying that no more headaches and i didn't get a i didn't get a, a testimony today a praise report saying the headaches are gone. I didn't have one on Friday after we all prayed about it. I didn't get that, so I just have to say we got to keep on praying against headaches for the person. Well, my main person who just loves to work with the kids couldn't do it. So they said, Pat, but they didn't realize how, how I was feeling. But the Bible tells me that I have to be ready in season and out of season. Why word? Wednesday nights, I was out of season. And so I, I came anyway. And, and to do it, why? As my wife always points out, you can't stay in bed this morning. You're the pastor. You have to show up. Right? And so um, I, I came, and, and I love coming. I couldn't wait to get to church today, by the way. And I came, and I had so much fun with the kids, I forgot about how rotten my knees were feeling. I really did. I just forgot all about how rotten my knees had been feeling all day long. I didn't want to be on my feet running around with the kids, and we did anyway, and we had a lot of fun. And my person who asked me to teach actually tried to join in. I fell down and got a rug burn. So it probably was a good thing that I got ready anyway because who knows um, what else would have happened to her that night. But if everything that could have gone, it wasn't as bad the Wednesday before. You know, if something could go wrong, it, 
Everything was going wrong. From the beginning, from the time she got up to the, almost the time she went to bed, everything that could go wrong was going wrong. So I talked the week before, and then it was just, can you please teach? I'm just feeling rotten. And, and, and the day didn't go bad for her. So we were making progress. You see? And I just did it. And I'll tell you what, I know that if she had taught anyway, even though that she, she was afraid she wasn't going to have because of how her head was feeling. But you know what? After I got done with the lesson, her headache wasn't bothering her like it was. I'm believing God's going to give her victory over that. It's just this stupid age of COVID. And the problem is um, she had gotten her first um, vaccine. So she's still dealing with the symptoms of the vaccine. And so um, that's just how it goes. I'm still dealing with symptoms from having COVID. It, it takes a while for them to go away. Sometimes you just feel fatigue. And it's just, it is what it is, and you don't let it rule your life. You go, praise the Lord. Okay, Lord, you're going to get me through this. You know I got church tonight. And when, I, and when I come and I start praising the Lord and worshiping the Lord, he, he invigorates me. And so this is why we shouldn't do it grumbling. Why lose our blessing? Why lose it at all? Amen? Um, we're going to have our women's retreat here. We're having these mini retreats all over the region. Um, we're, we're having one here um, at our church. We're having a retreat in Lemon, um, South Dakota. We're having um, a retreat up in Minot, um, all for the Dakotas, and then Minnesota, um, I, I know that uh, Montana's going to be having theirs, but we're having these mini retreats in March. And we will host this event showing everyone who comes, guess what, lots of love. We're the host. And we want to be known as the hostess with the mostess. Okay, we are not going to worry about what Lemon does, and we're not going to worry about what Minot does. When the folks come, and, and our testimony, where we're going to hear about, boy, oh boy, when we went to Wapaton, those ladies made us feel like we were royalty. I cannot, I cannot get over the fact how blessed we felt in Wapaton. Why? Because everybody who comes, we're going to show them our love, and folks. Ladies, sign up and get as many women from Wapping and Breckenridge, all your friends signed up, get them here. Let's have, let's, you know, have a packed house so when the folks come down from Fargo and the folks come down, um, down from Grand Forks, um, they're going to see, wow, look, look, how many ladies are here. We're going to have a grand time tonight. And um, we'll know better what we're going to serve for food um, after Thursday, Timey was filling in his, filling me in on the decorations for this, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be springtime. It's going to because it's March. Um, I just had it here. March twenty-first. I should remember. That's our my anniversary. Lorraine's on our anniversary. March twenty-first, four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, you want to take advantage? Go to our Facebook page. Go to our web page. You'll see all the information you want to get in on the early bird reserve, um, the early bird special. If you get in on the early bird special, am I right? You're going to save ten bucks. Who couldn't use to save ten bucks? You know, if I could save money, I'm going to do it. And so you'll save ten bucks if you get in on the 
early bird special and it has to you have the early and you'll find all the information there you're going to want to come we got outstanding speakers and uh um and if we didn't have the speaker coming who's coming we have um sister kemp coming right um, um our, our bishop's wife i mean you, you can't not have fun when she sanja shows up and so um, the ladies are going to have a wonderful time and I'm looking, I feel honored that our church got chosen to, and as it was pointed out to me, the bishop says, hi, we are the grandmother of the region, of the Dakotas. And so um, we're the grandfather of the Dakotas, being the oldest church in the Dakotas. And so he felt that we should be um, honored that way. And uh, besides that, I've been preaching that we need to focus more on the Red River Valley, not just Central um, North Dakota and the South Dakota. We need to focus because we got the population. And that's what we're going to be focusing on. When we get over this cold snap, we want to focus, and we're going to be focused on during this cold snap, we just got to get through this week, on souls, souls, souls. There are people, we need to show the love of Jesus and let people know the love and truth that they are sinners. Jesus died on the cross for them, and they need to be saved. Can you say amen? Yeah. Now the last verse. The last verse. And we're supposed to be minister. We need to minister the manifold grace of God. Verse 10. As every man hath received the gift, even so, minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifest grace of God. Oh, praise God. As every man, as every woman, as every boy and girl who are saved has received the gift, everything good we have is a gift from God. That house you lived in, is a gift from God. That vehicle you drive is a gift from God. That job you have is a gift of God. The money you get from uh, your retirement funds is a gift of God. The retirement you get from uh, whatever. Everything good that you have is a gift from God. And sometimes we lose sight of this. So, even so, minister the same to one another, it says. This refers to being of service any way we can. And you know what? We really do a good job at that, don't we? Don't we? We do a really good job of, of being a, to serve each other any which way we can and others. I, I know that with our, um, with our um, clothes closet, my word, if somebody needs some, if they're naked and they need to be clothed, all you have to do is call Carol. And Carol will set, set up a time. She'll run down here um, and uh, actually she'll get her daughter to drive her down here, open it up for you and get your clothes because she doesn't want you running around naked. She doesn't want you to get arrested for indecent exposure, you know? And so she'll make sure that you're not wearing rags. We got some really nice stuff upstairs. As good stewards of the manifold grace of God. This is speaking of the great gift all of us have been given who have put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. We should be offering that, that gift to others. Amen. We should be letting them know that Jesus saves. 
And we should walk, it says. That walk is our lifestyle. Is our lifestyle. Wisely in this gift of grace. You see, if we start understanding the gift of grace we have and using it, we'll be more gracious to one another. We will be more caring to one another. We will be more helpful to one another. And well, there's nothing that we wouldn't be willing to do for one another. Amen? The grace of God and the love of God covers a multitude of sins. He's done that for us. How about we do that for others? How about we open up the manifold grace of God to others by telling them the truth that Jesus saves? I know we're living in a time of the cancel culture. But you know what? They can't cancel God and they can't cancel this. And they can't cancel the truth that Jesus came to save sinners. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you and praise you for your word this morning. We thank you for this time together here at our campus, there on their device. We thank you, Lord, for blessing us, using us, and helping us to share your love that Jesus saves with others. Lord Jesus, this week I pray to do just that. And we thank you, Lord, for your manifold gift of grace in our lives. Help us to share that grace with others so others can come to know Jesus and have the same gift in their lives. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. We're so glad that you joined us today. We hope that you can join us each time we come um, your way. Um, Thursdays at 6.30, Sundays at 10.30. By the way, if you haven't asked Jesus in your heart, what are you waiting for? All you have to do, he's so easy. It's so easy to get saved. You don't have to pass go. You don't have to, you don't have to give $100. All you have to do is say, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of all my sins. I believe you died on the cross for me. And Lord, you rose again from the grave. Lord, thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for washing me clean. Thank you, Lord, that I now belong to you. In Jesus' name. We love you. See you on the flip side. This is New Life. I'm Pastor David Kufal. We are located at 1021 South Center Street in the great, beautiful city of Wapiton, North Dakota. See you later.